everybody welcome back to wiki good sports and welcome back to the villa the villa villa where i'm joined as always by aston villa's number one u.s fan aaron slater aaron how you doing i am doing pretty well uh much needed break off and uh you know trying to deduce everything that is happening with this villa squad i need i needed that week off that's what it happened yeah, so last time we talked, it was right before the Nottingham Forest game. What happened here? Yeah, we took uh, we took a punch on the chin for this match here. Uh, we lost 2-0. Um, didn't see that coming, obviously. I had, had high hopes for also obvious reasons because Villa should be winning these types of matches. Uh, Forest at home are a hard squad. They actually have picked up nine points this season from their home side uh, play and uh, continuing from last season, they also, I think it's like eight or nine matches unbeaten streak right now. So they're not a pushover at home either. They, they, they beat Arsenal last year. They, they beat at home. This is, and, and obviously Villa, they've, they've put up good matches against city at home. So it's not like we should have known better essentially as a fan. Uh, but, you know, you hope for the best and it is what it is for that outcome. Is there anything positive to take away from her? Or is this one of those like, all right, let's just move on. I, I don't want to say it's like, you know, we're on to Cincinnati here. There was some positive, like <laughs> we football reference for those other football fans yes. out there. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think the high line kind of beat us up a little bit. I think that played into the forest, uh, advantage being able to do some route one stuff and i think uh, with villa being so clumped it actually helped force defense to stay compact and it was harder to work we did pass the ball well um i thought when we had our opportunities they were taken well um but i i think at this time this is one of those few times where i kind of blame unai on the game plan and i think that moving it out towards the wings would have been better to stretch out the forced side and doing some more overlapping play and uh, with the wingers and the, the fullbacks there. But I'm not the head coach. I don't get paid a lot of money to do that. I don't get paid a lot of money at all anyway. But that's not the point. We're not here for that. We're here for Villa. And sure I, I think it might, We can pay Aaron a lot of money someday. Please. Yes, please. Not just me. Please, the whole channel. Please yeah. like and subscribe the whole channel. We will want to get paid. We want the dough to do our lovely things that we do. Exactly. Uh, but... You know, I think this is one of those things where it's like Villa just kind of blipped for a moment and it's okay that it happens. Like it, it, it's, a, it's a humbling match to understand that there's still a, a look, there's room for improvement. You know, you're not, you're not out there just swagging it up. It's, you know, you take a punch every now and then and you learn from it. Yeah, no, fair. All right, so we move on from that to the Europa Conference, Europa Conference League group stage match day four of six um, yeah. against, oh boy, as Alkmaar. Uh, so it's, it's weird. It's AZ Alkmaar. Okay, well, I was never going to get that. Well, oh, oh yeah, okay. I forgot. That's, uh, yeah, how how a lot of other people in countries. Yeah, Totally okay, because uh, the the league that they play in is called the Era de la Bazie. So, okay. yep, um, they're Dutch. They're D Dutch. No, wait, Dutch Netherlands. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Dutch anyway, 
I, you know what? They have three freaking names: Holland, Dutch, Netherlands. Let's just, guys, can we umbrella yeah. this? I'm tired of, I'm tired of this. Yeah, we're a U.S. based channel talking about the Premier League. I think like we can get a little slack. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this was a good match. Uh, Villa were down actually uh, at the second half of the match. Uh, again, a high line kind of bit us. The their their striker is actually a pretty solid striker. Um, I don't remember Pavlidis. I think his name is. He's Greek. At any rate, he sunk the first goal for uh, AZ there, and Villa's Villa's twelfth uh, man. The 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 crowd really were able to pump. The players up, and they were Villa was able to tie and then eventually take the lead. Uh, not in the dying minutes, I think it was like the 80, 83rd minute or something like that. But, um, yeah, I think, I think this is what this is a good match for, for Villa and the players themselves to show that they're able to come back in matches against. I'm not saying these guys are high profile team, but they're, they're not a pushover, they were, uh, think they finished in the final four last year in the Europa Conference League so they're not a pushover spot here and to be able to show a little bit of uh, depth and aptitude to the squad was nice to see us come back and, and resilience and all that hot jazz and it was it was a good match um, my takeaway personally from this this match I was seeing that Bubakar Kamara was pushing further up into the final third and trying to connect from connect plays from the wing to the central. And typically the way Unai has been playing, he would have him sit as like uh, the third defensive player in that back three and have his wing backs push up. So it'd be two center backs and then Buba. This time he's had Buba pushing up farther and getting more involved in the attacking play. So it's interesting to see because he also will do this in the Fulham match as well, but we'll get to that in a moment, I guess. Uh, I, I think I think Villa are going to walk away being the top dog in this group. You know, they've got two more matches to play. They got a, a rematch against the, the Legia Warsaw where they lost at home, and we should, you know, be – we lost at their home, excuse me. We have to play at home. We should be able to handle Legia Warsaw at home and, you know, collect another six more points and be on top of that group. All right. Well, we'll definitely keep an eye on that. But now back to the Premier League, as you just uh, teased a little bit, a uh, three to one victory over Fulham on Sunday. Uh, tell me about it. Uh, yeah, so this match is definitely the kind of match that you want to see the 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 form being built where you just you can always go home and be able to pick up three points. No matter who it is or what the conditions are, you always feel like being at home you're going to get three points. And that's how the fortress, we'll call it, feels like. You know, you're you're always you're able to lean back and get that that three points and that's how it feels like right now at Villa Park. Uh no matter they're, what they're right now. Exactly. I yeah. feel like right here. It's all around us. Uh this this match was 
pretty much handled right from the get-go. Like, I know he didn't score until really the uh, own goal for Anthony Robinson. Sorry, USA. You know, it happens. Um, getting own goal in the 27th minute, and then we were able to put it, you know, not not put it away, but definitely get a little bit more comfortable with a two-goal lead leading into halftime with John McGinn. And uh, it was just, you know, it never felt like we were going to lose that match. And those are the kind of matches when you play at home that build your confidence, hopefully going into an away match. Um, and eventually we won that 3-1, three, three, and John McGinn gets that uh, nice player of the match kind of match going on here for him. And, you know, I, honestly, again, I saw Booba moving up farther. The attacking play was better. The passing was better. Uh, the... The only critical thing I have so far of anybody is Musa Diaby, who has kind of been a little invisible lately. Um, he was our big signing in the summer, uh, 60, I think it was 50 or 60 million we signed him for. And he's kind of been a little bit, uh, I think he's not quite understanding his role right now and the way Unai needs to use him or wants to use him. But I have no doubt in my mind that Unai will be able to refocus Diaby and, and get more scoring goals or scoring involvements in this. And, and um, sometimes it takes time. Like Leon Bailey, he needed some time to grow and he's been, he's up there in uh, goal involvements with, you know, assists and scoring goals. He's one of the top in the prem right now, but nobody's talking about him because he comes off the bench. So, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, we only right. hope. I'm sorry, we only hope that Diaby is going to end up being much better than Bailey, and then sure, you know, right, right, rolling on through. It's still early, it's still of early in the season, so we'll see what happens. All right, so not this Sunday, but the Sunday after. So yep. you know, a little bit of a break for for mm -hmm. this. Uh, get everyone healthy, hopefully. Uh, mm -hmm. So two weeks off, then uh, Totten, Tot, Totten, Totten. The Spurs. There you go. <laughs> Tell me about the Spurs. Tottenham Hot Spurs. I was missing the N. Okay. Yeah, a, you got to like enunciate that loop. Mm. And I don't know. It's annoying. I could just call them Spurs. Um, <laughs> some people call them shit too. Yeah. <laughs> it's up to you yeah, too. <laughs> to find out who uh, does that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's a nine o'clock match at, um, at that Saturday there. Sunday, excuse me, that's Saturday. Um, I, I I see Villa probably winning this one. I, I don't mind a draw because it is Spurs and we are away and it's always harder to play away. And and Ange Postacugle, the manager for Spurs, has really been cooking with them. Uh, Spurs do have a notable amount of injuries and suspensions that really play in our favor. They're going to not have uh, Yves Basuma. They're not going to have Christian Romero. They're both on red cards. Um, they're not going to have Richarlison. He's injured with a groin injury. Mickey Vandeven injured with a hamstring. Uh, and their biggest playmaker who they signed in the offseason, James Madison, is going to be out for a while as well. So a lot of a lot of things are stacked in Villa's favor to be able to win this match. It's just how is our away form going to translate in this particular match? Are we going to be able, are we going to learn from our mistakes and 
and you know not try to kill ourselves with such a high line i'd like to see i don't mind the high line trust me i i like to see the turnover in their third and to be able to get you know pressure on the back line and run at their defense but sometimes at some point you kind of need to absorb a little bit of pressure and and not get knocked over the top with a direct ball so um, we'll see what Unai has planned out for this Villa squad. A lot of Villa players got called up for international duty, so that kind of doesn't play in our favor either. Um, but with, with I'm assuming what he has in his hyper-focused type of mentality, he's going to have these players uh, at least have like a packet or something. Be like, hey, look, this is what we're this is what these players are doing. This is their sequences and stuff like that. So we're not, so we're not blindsided, but. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping for maybe a, a, a 2-2 draw or a, a 3-1 win. I know that's a little – probably be more of a 2-1 win, to be honest. I'm going to settle with a 2-1 win. But um, a point's a point, and I'll take anything. Hell, yeah. So, obviously, there's going to be a little bit of a break generally with the Premier League, but uh, how's that affecting swinging its shins? What's, what's the move there for you guys? So we actually did two episodes. I we recorded Tuesday, Woodsy and mm-hmm. myself. We did the uh, match day twelve mm-hmm. recap. Uh, we talked about Brighton and they're they're stumbling a little bit right now. And we also talked about the Spurs a little bit and how they're uh, handling their adversity. Uh, today, Rhett and I just finished um, talking about match day thirteen preview and some other thoughts that he had as well with VAR and um, <laughs> Arsenal kind of getting screwed a little one, bit. Yeah, but, one specific thing there. Do you want yeah. to kind of tease that a little bit? Like, uh, um, So the VAR uh, video audio had come out for the Newcastle match, and he had discussed how he wanted to see uh, a little bit more tools involved with the use of var and how in not having these refs just kind of interpret everything mm-hmm. like the ball being out of play like mm-hmm. the offsides like the foul having these sort of tools to be able to decipher these things better makes the refs look better makes the league look better so there's yeah. there's a little bit about uh how swinging the shins that day the today went <laughs> Yeah, unfortunate there, but uh, you know, go go listen to that because obviously it's going to be a very interesting conversation when that drops. Uh, yeah. Other than that, anything else you want to plug, shout out, anything at all? Floor is yours. Um, we got the Albany Gooners. Don't forget about them if you're in Albany. If you're in Albany or around the surrounding area of Albany, um, Rhett he set up the Albany Gooners and they are at Wolf's Beer Garden. So anytime there's a match, there's going to be a squad of red floating around there. So go check them out. Go hang out with them. They have a WhatsApp group and Instagram and I think a Facebook page possibly. So there's there's multiple ways to contact them if you're interested in going there. And also just go to Wolf's Beer Garden. They've got good food and good beer. Yeah, always you guys are always posting on the swing of shins and wicked good yep. sports like the behind the scenes pictures. It looks like such a good time, and I can't wait to get out there at some point and, and join in on the ruckus that is the uh, Albany Gooners. I also have to plug because I forget this is a thing too. Uh, Woodsy, 
Sorry, Woodsy. Uh, <laughs> he's got his he's got his Liverpool group fan group too. So yes. if you're also a Liverpool fan, please go check out Woodsy at Wolf's Beer Garden. They're always there. They're always a fun crowd to be around as well. So um, they've got fan pages on Instagram, and I believe, I'm not sure if they're on Facebook, but definitely Instagram. And they're always down there for every match, whatever group of you know Liverpool fans they're down there to watch every match at Wolves. So make sure you go check them out too if you're a Liverpool fan. Absolutely. Uh, that sounds like such a great time. So I hope everyone goes and checks that out. And uh, yeah, other than that, this is Wicked Good Sports. We cover sports very often. We don't have a set schedule, but <laughs> a lot of sports stuff happening. Uh, the Dolphins were off this week, so no new Miami Minute. But then we did do a Celtics video that came out today at the time of recording, yesterday at the time of this posting. We have the main channel, Wicked Good Everything. That, uh, you know, I, I put out a video last week and I recorded another video this week. Just got to edit it. It's 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 happening again. <laughs> that channel's alive. And then, right uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's how I felt when I was recording. Um, <laughs> we have some new shows in the works for that as well. So go check that out. And then, of course, our podcast channel is Better Radio. Just did a... Big Brother 25 season recap there with Ben and Chad. Check that out if you're a Big Brother fan. Um, yeah, it's a long fucking season, 100-day long season. Oh a lot of you to think about and be be immersed in all that time. And also Big Brother fans, including myself, I'm not going to disclude myself, are psychopaths uh, and <laughs> completely, you know, in it. With the live feeds are really like just too much. There's too much exposure, too much to be keeping track of all the time. But again, I love it. Um, but yeah, so check that out. Uh, we get Survivor podcasts uh, coming out. Survivor auction coming back today. So uh, next episode we'll be covering that on the Blindsiders. And uh, yeah, other than that, hoping to get streaming again soon. I know, Aaron, you and you and I talked about maybe doing some football manager at some point on, on Twitch. You can, you know, teach me how that game works at some point. I, I can certainly teach you. Uh, I've actually heard really good reviews. I haven't gotten the FM 24. I'm mm -hmm. waiting for FM 25, to be honest. Uh, they're doing a lot of oh, yeah. uh, match engine stuff coming out that that's supposed to be far and away better than anything they've done. So if anything, I'm going to do something around the 25 season, but Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Maybe maybe we'll make some money for that too. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> good. So yeah, uh other than that, uh really that's it. Just please subscribe to all our things. We got lots of please. things happening at yeah. all time. And uh yeah, we will see you in the next one. Aaron, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Brian. Bye everyone.